Hey, welcome to Wayfair, where we're just contemplating blowing up our TVs and moving to the country, planting a garden, you know, listening to some John Prine. Anyway, in the midst of the slurry of sound bites, this podcast is like antimedia. It's filled with gaps and places for you to join in and respond. It's like a treasure hunt for your soul, uh, but, but without the maps or the eye patches or the, well, you know, treasure. It's only half finished on its own, though. It needs you to be complete. Together, we'll explore a variety of spiritual practices, old and new, from Lectio Divina to guided prayers and meditations. And each day of the week, we'll focus on a particular attitude or a spiritual posture. Today, we're thinking about liberation as we talk with our senior pastor, Mark Johnson. Now, throughout the podcast, you'll encounter a variety of voices, and you'll even be invited to participate. There will be places for you to respond in prayers and readings and songs. So join in as you feel led, unless you're still looking for that buried treasure. And if you are, try asking Chester Copperpot. He may have some clues for you. So, anyway, listen to your heart. Be attentive to the spark of the divine within you as we journey together. Sarah Ashley, will you pray with me? I will pray a line and then leave space for you to respond with, I thank you, God. So after each line, you can respond with, I thank you, God. Let's pray together. For the days that grow longer. For the breezes that warm. For the green that awakens. For the swallows return. For the snow clouds departure. For the sky's azure gleam. For new shoots arising. For the unfolding of spring. Amen. Thank you. Came into town on a borrowed ride Everyone around said this was the time When a king would come and make a stand And bring God's country to this land 
Well, they waved you in on a sea of palms Said you were the greatest of them all But the look on your face said you didn't think Things would work out that easy Hosanna in the highest save us oh King Hosanna Here comes our King It didn't even take you a week To get yourself arrested and in too deep Your best friends left you and ran away And they hung you on a cross and laid you in the grave. Hosanna in the highest. Save us, O King. Hosanna. comes our King Carried on these crashing burden waves In their ashes The Prince of Peace will reign The Prince of Peace will reign Hosanna in the highest Save us, O King Hosanna in the highest Here comes our King Here comes our King Here comes our King Today as we think about liberation, we're talking with our senior pastor, Mark Johnson. Here's Mark. Today I have a reading from Carlisle Marnie's Faith and Conflict. Marnie was a 
20th century Baptist preacher, perhaps the greatest Baptist intellectual we've ever produced. Anyway, he wrote this. A birth is always a cleansing, the cleansing from the old receptacle that has held the new. It is the tearing away of that that was enclosed. It is the agonized separation of the living from the dying. It is the torturous release of that flesh that cannot hold back the new life force. Anyone who, anyone who has ever helped a tiny calf or colt into the world knows that a birth is a cleansing of the new from the old. The separation of life from older flesh is always cleansing. And because of its nature, birth is also committal. There is no birth, no continuing new life until there is the committal of the born one to the new arena of life. No tiny baby is alive on its own. None is really born until the vows in its heart close over to permit the fluttering muscle to begin its long task of pumping its own blood through its own veins. This, even in the flesh, is a spiritual thing, if it is a birth. Only by such a cleansing from the old mothering receptacle and by committal to the new arena can flesh make terms with time. This is the reason we must be born from above. This is why we must become as little children. It is the only way we can come to terms with time. We become as children to whom time is no problem. For to a child, everything is just beginning. Throughout this Lenten season, we've been talking about letting go, relinquishing, getting rid of old habits or old ways of learning things and unlearning shame and death and power. And the unlearning task is permission to then relearn, to reconnect. That our letting go is uh, latching on. Our relinquishment is also renewal. That we are letting go of older patterns, older habits, older ways of thinking, and through the ongoing creative energy and power of God to allowing newer expressions to, to come forth. Um, part of the Baptist genius, I think, on how we are Christian is that we see this process in part to not be a top-down experience. It doesn't come from an elite authority and then is kind of filtered through the masses, but rather is turned in reverse. It's, it's a bottom-up organization. It's the powers within the people. The power is spread across equally all who are a part of the community of faith. Um, that our authority is vested in each other. And, and that's, a, some, for some, a, a, a different way of relearning how to be congregational, how to, how to have a life of faith. And, and part of why I wanted to bring this up is to say a word of appreciation to you, Aaron, uh, for the podcast and for the way in which it has allowed people in the congregation to have voice and to have uh, their story told. 
and in part to have authority, authority to help form the spiritual life of our congregation. And while I know that this has been a labor of love, it has still been a labor. It's required a lot of work, a lot of dedication, a lot of extra time, a lot of putting things together, um, occasionally taking some of my disjointed thoughts and making them sound good, and I appreciate that. Um, but at the same time, I wanted you to know in this format uh, how much I appreciate, and I think I speak for many, many others in the church, um, this opportunity that we've had in Lent to walk with each other and to listen to each other's stories and to hear stories we may not have heard in any other way and to experience our faith in a different kind of way to help remake the means by which we have fellowship and to have connection um, and, to, and to experience true community. Um, and so as we are moving toward Holy Week and the end of this project uh, for this season, I just wanted to offer uh, a very firm and a very uh, deep uh, appreciation to you and to this task and to the meaning that this has meant um, for everyone in our church. So thank you. By telling our stories, we, we have the capacity to hear each other in a new way. Uh, it's not just so much that someone has told a story, it's, it's just as meaningful that we have heard the story. That we have allowed a story of someone with whom we worship to intersect itself into our lives, into our narratives. That we have received the story as an act of faith. Um, not merely to get to know someone better, but to allow our own lives to be changed because of the interaction that we have shared. That we have let go of maybe what we thought before through the experience of someone else. And in that exchange, we have ourselves, through again God's wonderful grace and creative power, we have experienced a new birth. Well, thanks so much, Mark, for your encouraging words, and thanks to everybody who joined in, from folks who called in prayers and beatitudes to those who came by for interviews and shared their stories. I've learned so much from your journeys. Thanks to the musicians who played and sang, and to Raleigh and Mark in the choir, and thanks to Charles and Crystal and Mark who shared with us each week, and to Tricia for organizing things and getting people to call in their prayers. And thanks to all of you for listening and for joining in. For me, this podcast is just a natural outgrowth of Central's DNA. This place is filled with stories of folks caring for each other and standing with each other in hard times. Now, next week, the podcast will be a little bit different. Since it's Holy Week, we'll focus more on the scripture for each day as we remember Jesus' actions in the last week of his ministry. But for today, let's take a few minutes to once again open ourselves to God, to bask in God's love and God's welcome. We'll play some quiet music for a few minutes so that you can silently contemplate. You may want to focus on your breath, or you may want to choose a phrase like, 
I am a beloved child of God as a center. Let's pray together.
thank you, Jesus, for welcoming us into your beloved community. Help us to offer the same welcome and grace to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we're collecting Beatitudes. You know, the sayings of Jesus we find at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the meek. Who would Jesus call blessed today? Write your own Beatitude and call it in. Just leave a message at 859-813-0150. That's 859-813-0150. Or you can find the number in our show notes for the day. Wayfarer is a production of Central Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky, a loving, healthy, and progressive gathering of Christians where everyone is welcome, no exceptions. Find out more about Central at lexcentral.com. This episode was produced by me, Aaron Austin. Thanks to everyone who joined in, and thanks to you for listening. Join us tomorrow for another step along the journey. I could have had more to say there, I guess.